Hello and welcome to the new podcast, A Sailor and a Philosopher Walk Into a Bar. Here we've got Louise and Vieta. We've been friends since middle school. And in this podcast, we get together and we just talk about all the crazy things that are happening in the world and all the bizarre ways that despite our very different career paths, uh, we have kind of ended up on similar tracks today. Enjoy. Okay. I just discovered the uh, the automated response feature for um for Facebook for uh my page. Not that I get a whole lot of messages. I just I just wanted to turn it on just in cases. <laughs> but... That's cool. That's a fancy fancy thing. <laughs> So, I watched the pandemic special. Yeah, uh, I don't know what I was expecting. I, I just haven't seen South Park in a long time. But um, yeah. what, did you, what did you think? <laughs> so, uh, my partner and I last season, I guess, for South Park, um, we made sure to watch the China one because it had gotten South Park banned in China. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. So we wanted to see what that was about. So yeah. I kind of knew some of the backstory for the pandemic special. Okay. <laughs> but it was it was a lot. That was a lot of an episode. <laughs> <laughs> that was a lot. I was like, wow, they're really uh <laughs> Go for I, it. Like, like honestly i didn't know south park was still making episodes i stopped watching when we were in middle school <laughs> yeah i definitely don't follow it very carefully but when something when they do something that's like gets it themselves into the news i pay attention <laughs> but my goodness i mean there was some like very funny stuff some of the stuff hit weird because like the pandemic's not over right (laughs) oh i don't know the mass death thing that's it's hard it's hard to take jokes about people dying at this moment right yeah yeah but they still made those jokes so (laughs) well it's south park (laughs) from from what i remember that's that's their brand (laughs) yeah they like being offensive Which I guess was why we really liked them at twelve years old. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fair. That might have been yeah. what what brings people in. <laughs> oh man. There's yeah, I don't really have like specific talking points though. I just, uh, I mean, wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there was a lot of different, like, they worked Black Lives Matter into it. Um, yeah. I, <laughs> like, call basically, like, the police became the teachers. And right. They and then shot token. <laughs> yeah, they shot a black person, so. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> That was a thing. And then they ended up getting a whole bunch of resources because we wouldn't want our teachers to work without the resources they need to do their job. Right. So. 
<laughs> by executive order because that's what we do when we we i don't know when we do whatever we want so <laughs> that's right yeah executive orders are <laughs> they're the quick way to get things done but uh you know <laughs> there's maybe some problems with that strategy <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't even know like the episode was just so much it it was i don't think i actually have very much to say about it what's uh what's new with you (laughs) (laughs) uh not tons uh instagram has decided that i am a bot so nice that's clearly i can no longer follow people on my really account. yeah Damn. yeah is I there a it way up. you can contact them and say hey i'm not a bot so like every time they say you aren't allowed to do this they're like you can either hit okay or you can tell us that this is wrong it's a problem and mm-hmm. so i have in that sense reported it like a million times because every time i try to follow someone it gives me this message and i say okay i'm going to tell you that this is wrong and I've also contacted them, like, through their, you know, report a problem feature. Right. And they don't care. <laughs> so. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> that's good. It's crazy. I mean, I, don't, I wasn't following people in mass. Like, people say, like, Instagram freaks out if you try to, like, like, or, sorry, not like, but follow or unfollow, like, 200 people within an hour or something. Mm-hmm. Which is like, I was not doing that. Like, I'm not even sure I could do that. Because I don't I don't follow people by default. Like, um, I will go like photos if I can. I prefer to do that. Um, but a lot of the people that are the most interactive in, like, the toxic people space, like, they keep their stuff private often because the toxic people are, you know, internet stalking them. <laughs> <laughs> So I have to request a lot of private accounts, which hasn't been a problem up until like a couple days ago. So there mm-hmm. we are. That's a uh, slowed down my growth. So I'm still, I'm, I have some organic growth just, you know, through the hashtags I use or whatever, but yeah, that's, that's um, it's, it's just not a, a lot right now. Cause I can't, I can't dominate with, you know, a as small an account as I have on any hashtags. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. That's happening. <laughs> How are things where you're at? Um, I did, um, I went to a sleep medicine place last night. I slept over there and, uh, they confirmed I have sleep apnea again um because I I, I did a, I've done a sleep apnea test before but it was uh it was like a take-home thing and it didn't seem as in-depth and I never actually followed up so I never got a CPAP so mm. um I decided to you know let my doctor know and I was like hey uh I should probably have one of those so uh we redid the, the test and I went to I actually went to a place where they put wires all over me and uh yeah, I gotta I gotta go back tonight, uh, for uh, so we can figure out treatment or something. So mm-hmm. I gotta sleep there again. Um, yeah, like uh, I, I mean, they called me with the results. I don't fully understand except for uh, what they said. I had 
nine sleep events per hour. I don't know what counts as an event. Like, uh, I mean, I guess if you, like, move or you wake up or something. But, mm-hmm. like, normal would be, like, you know, like, four or five. I had nine. And then my oxygen level or something was, like, 80 something and like normal would be like above 90 so that's Mm. cool I mean that might explain why I've been feeling so fucking terrible but (laughs) Mm -hmm. but yeah I mean I guess we'll see um yeah yeah, then I just I've I've been doing other things too are are you familiar with a functional medicine not really oh it's like um like, it's a more holistic approach to things, and they, like, test you for a bunch of things, like, a uh, food sensitivity and, like, uh, your hormones and all that kind of stuff. So, mm. that's, um, I'm not saying I'm doing that for funsies, but it's definitely not covered by insurance, so, um, I don't know. It just seemed like a thing I wanted to do, so, mm. that's cool. Um, yeah, I've been spitting into tubes all day today. <laughs> is it has anything come of it yet or did you just start it i just started so i should have results in like two weeks but gotcha was it expensive yeah i don't want to talk about it (laughs) (laughs) excellent (laughs) yeah i don't know i always feel kind of weird about things that like aren't covered by insurance but then like the kind of coaching that i do in my business is not covered by insurance (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I feel like there is good stuff that one can do for oneself that isn't covered by insurance, but everything just seems like so much more high stakes. Right. Yeah, then I I just feel kind of weird when I, like, I've been trying to read more about functional medicine, and then it kind of crosses over into the, like, woo-woo essential oil world, and I just, like, don't know, like... (laughs) how I feel like I mean I there's certain things uh about it that makes sense to me like it's always made sense to me that you know you should obviously like eat good food and um you know like exercise and all that but um I don't believe essential oils cures everything you know like (laughs) I like we don't live in uh like every, every like people like to talk about like oh, well, you know, the cavemen didn't eat this, didn't eat that, but, I mean, the cavemen also didn't live in our world, so we have uh, we have other things to deal with. Like, if I get sick from, like, I, I, like if it turns out that I, I get some kind of, like, disease from, like, working with fuel from the Navy for, like, 10 years, um, then I don't think that's a thing essential oils can fix, so... <laughs> I don't know if that makes sense, but yeah, I don't think I believe essential oils do anything at all. <laughs> I like the way they smell. <laughs> some of them. Nice. I do believe in the power of making yourself like enter certain psychological states through smell. Mm, okay. Um, yeah. Like smell can trigger a memory, and that can put you in a different mindset. Um, mm-hmm. It can help you. I think that like. You know, making your room smell like lavender can make you feel more calm. Yeah, yeah. Um, it can also do absolutely nothing. Like, it just kind of depends. Right, on, yeah. <laughs> on a lot of details. So, yeah, I definitely don't go in for any of the essential oil stuff or anything other than, like, 
it's nice to have nice smelling things. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. And then to me, like supplements and stuff, I'm not going to say I thought they were a joke, but like, I just don't like, I, I, I've, I, I've just read that like a lot of supplements don't do anything because your, your body usually like takes what it needs from food and then you pee all the rest out. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. that's what happens with, like, the safe things. Yeah. <laughs> like, you can do stuff to mess yourself up, but... Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, our bodies are pretty good at sustaining, you know, so long as you're having a varied diet. You're not just eating, like, the same three things all day, every day. Right. <laughs> if you mix it up, then your body can take and take what it needs from here and there. I mean, there there are, like, real reason somebody might need to take you know vitamin d or right um yeah. b12 or something like if your body is particularly bad at processing them but that's not really what the supplements thing is all about right so i mean i think i feel a little bit bit better that um i'm actually like getting tested for what i need that way i can see data but um but do you i don't know, know yeah how what's that the like okay so sometimes it's bad to take data from some from an entity that's motivated to sell you something right so yeah. do you know like the reliability of the test or like it i've been trying to read more about the company i can't find a whole lot i mean i mean i i guess i haven't really read read a whole lot but yeah i mean my my first real appointment with this place is like next week so i could like still kind of get out of it i think mm. <laughs> but yeah yeah you know i think that um i mean i, I just it's good to be like a cautious consumer because like i mean i i follow a lot of nutritionists and um some physiology people on various social media because I tend to go towards fat activism, like eating disorder kind of spaces. Mm -hmm. And a lot of those folks, um, you know, suggest that like there aren't any tests that are trustworthy to right. food sensitivity, like that you, I mean, maybe if you have celiacs, like if you're on a really extreme end, of one mm -hmm. of them there are ways you can empirically figure that out but you know like there's this um like shark tank had this food sensitivity test that came on and it's like a thing you do at home you like order it and do it at home um, yeah and like i'm pretty sure it's a hundred percent bullshit <laughs> like it's it's just quack medicine it's just kind of dressed up to make it look scientific but from all the people who this is like not necessarily people who agree with the general things I think um, about like my about bodies or anything like that. There's like yeah. from a wide variety of people. They're like, there isn't an empirical way to test most food sensitivities and mm -hmm. anyone telling you otherwise is, is, is dealing with pseudo medicine, which uh, you know, is, is coming from a place where they're motivated to sell you something. Right. Yeah, and that's kind of, like, what I was nervous about, but I think at this point, like, 
my regular doctors have told me that I seem fine, but I still feel like trash, so I kind of want to try other things. I don't know. But yeah, well the sleep apnea yeah. thing seems like a good yeah, yeah. starting point. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I mean even that, that's why like, I did that first. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean so I'm actually like if I was going to turn away from maybe more mainstream medicine, I would definitely head towards Chinese or like Eastern medicine before I went to the new agey people. Mm-hmm. Or the diet culture people. I can't stand the diet culture people. <laughs> like the, the industry around diet culture and people just like making tons of money off of other people's body insecurity. Yeah, um, yeah. Not very comfortable with that space. So I do think that there's stuff going on with things like acupuncture and stuff with Chinese medicine, which is, I mean, the two things I know the most about are Chinese medicine and Tibetan medicine, and they're, they're different, um, but they, they share some principles. Mm -hmm. Um, There's stuff there that Western medicine, I think as a whole, doesn't take super seriously, but there are long histories of these kind of treatments and there's lots of at least anecdotal evidence from lots of different people that there's something going on there that's that's beneficial to to bodies Mm -hmm. so i think long before i went to the westerners that wanted to fix everything with essential oils i turned to like some (laughs) medicine traditions and see what they had to say right oh let me be clear i'm not going to the place that's trying to sell me essential oils i'm just saying that's that's what came up on google (laughs) yeah yeah but yeah (laughs) yeah i've been i've been looking for um functional medicine uh facebook groups to join but it it seems like the 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 few that i find are kind of like woo woo essential oils people so (laughs) yeah yeah so i mean i'm just kind of I mean, what, what attracts you to functional medicine in particular? Um, I don't know, just because it was like, I don't know, data, science, testing, <laughs> I'm a nerd, that kind of stuff, yeah, I guess. So but. All that stuff's attractive, but of course, a lot <laughs> depends on how good the test is. Right, yeah. And, like, I suspect in a lot of these cases, they're not going to be sufficiently clear on what the the details of the test are. Mm-hmm. Uh, or, like, am I... So, I know there's, like, some tests you can do. Because I, I used to be really interested in quackery. Like... <laughs> <laughs> like... I just, I love, like, bizarre medicine things that, like, everyone was like, leeches, that's the way to do this. <laughs> and today we're like, that was a horrible idea. <laughs> leeches is not the answer. <laughs> but, like, I know some, um, like, some quackery things, like, they will, they'll give you a test and they'll tell you, like, okay, this is what that test means. Like, this is what we're measuring. This is what it means. And, like, It'll be like, okay, well, you know, it says I have 50 units of this thing and like what they're saying basically makes sense. But it turns out the test is actually testing something completely different than what they're saying. Mm-hmm. And like, there's no way for you to verify that as, you know, just the the client kind of in that situation, right? Right. So they might be measuring, you know, 
how I don't know anything sciencey like <laughs> how how yellow your eyeballs are and they're telling you that like they're they're getting the readings of the depth of your soul or something. Oh god. <laughs> like that one you might be able to figure out. <laughs> that's not a plausible one, but like I just I worry a lot once you venture out of what like I feel like if you're going to be data oriented, then it's safer to go with like what Western, like traditional Western medicine, because they like champion that thing, right? Like they're super into it. If the traditional thing isn't cutting it, then I'm more inclined to go for the people who aren't even claiming to be about that. Like they have different principles that they're operating under. Mm -hmm. um, that seems better than people who like claim to be measuring stuff, but then mainstream things are like super skeptical of what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, Western medicine's been wrong about many things. It's very powerful, but it's been wrong. <laughs> right. <laughs> Never forget leeches. So. <laughs> Never forget leeches. That needs to go on a shirt. <laughs> That'll be uh, our first official podcast shirt. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, man. Speaking of which, I... What, you've got two episodes up now? I haven't listened to either of them, not because I don't love you, but because I hate my own voice, and I don't even listen to my own podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. You're not alone in the group of people who have not listened to it. <laughs> well, so I've heard that... Um, Johnny Depp can't watch his own movies wow. for, like, that same... I mean, not that same reason I'm not Johnny Depp or anything, but <laughs> <laughs> I heard he has, like, really bad anxiety and he can't watch his own movies. <laughs> That's fair. I mean, it's it's hard. It's like, I had myself recorded um, teaching for, like... There was a thing where they would... We have, like, a teaching center uh, at my institution and they would come and set up a camera and record your, your classroom interaction. And then they would like give you feedback to help you be a better teacher. Mm -hmm. And like this fucking weirdest thing in the world to watch myself teach. And like, <laughs> I was wearing this like long skirt and I had like a black t-shirt on and it was like a relatively short t-shirt. So I have super fat upper arms. Like they're, they're fat. <laughs> I was in my like shared office when I first got the video and I started watching it and like all I could think of was like wow my arms are so fat oh, man. <laughs> so I was not paying attention to the teaching or whatever I was supposed to be getting out of it <laughs> just distracted and then my colleague was in the room and he was like yay fat arms <laughs> Like, totally made him uncomfortable. <laughs> oh, no. It was pretty excellent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a couple months ago, I got interviewed by uh, Don't Give Up the Ship podcast, which is another Navy podcast. And uh, shoot, it took me so long to get around to listening to the episodes that I was on. And even then, I had to get drunk to, to like, get through it. And I, like, fell asleep halfway through. <laughs> I was like... 
Yeah, I I got interviewed um this was it this past weekend? No, the weekend before something. Um from this uh, the account is called The Rubbish Truths. So you should go check it out. They got a YouTube and they're on Instagram. Um and it was a very sweet guy uh from India, so we had to do it at a weird time and it was it was really fun to do like it's at this point in my in empowerment through thought i am still trying to figure out how to talk about it and like kind of present it to new people um so it was fun to do but i i like promoted the video i like i watched the first three minutes and that's as far as i got through it <laughs> i was like yeah that, that's me talking all right good enough <laughs> oh man um shit what was I gonna say I don't think I was gonna say anything why do I do that like anytime there's silence I, <laughs> I try to fill it with shit what was I gonna say that's why I can't do phone interviews I've jacked up so many phone interviews by trying to feel, fill the silence with fucking weirdness <laughs> Yeah, it's good to be able to sit with it, but it's hard. I mean, it's kind of uncomfortable. <laughs> I uh, I interviewed with uh, the Daisy Sour Cream Factory in Texas, and there was, like, silence where I just decided to fill the silence with saying, my favorite people are from Texas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, did you get an offer? Catherine. <laughs> I no, they said um I did not move on to the next interview because they're looking for someone uh with more mechanical experience, which I'm not sure that that was it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man. <laughs> yeah, you're supposed to like learn as a teacher how to like sit with silence because you're supposed to like ask your class questions and then it just feels super awkward to you and like it's it's stressful because you're like supposed to be leading the thing so you want to just like okay you guys didn't know the answer just move on um mm -hmm. but you're supposed to like sit there with the silence until one of them gets brave enough to actually say the thing that they have now had time to think through right right <laughs> so supposed to learn to sit with it but i'm not very good at it not, unlike zoom right now it's pretty awkward oh <laughs> i've just like designed what i do with my students on zoom in a way that means we don't have a lot of big group discussion it's more like smaller groups um, and that helps that's not like you know, I can't tell if we're silent because someone's internet cut out or like, <laughs> I don't know what the problem is. How's, uh, uh, how's Catherine doing? Is Are you, are you still in public school? Is that the, the plan right now? Uh, we're still homeschooling right now, but um, I mean, eventually, if if and when they go back, I'd like to send her back, but... Well, I guess we'll cross that bridge when we get to it because right now there's no sign of them going back. Even when I, uh, even when I disenrolled her um, at the beginning of this school year, I asked, um, "Hey, when do you think uh, they're going back?" And the lady in the office was like, "Um, maybe, maybe December or January." I was like, "Dear God, that's like halfway through the school year." Like, mm -hmm. I, yeah. 
I don't know, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Notre Dame is, that's, that's where I, I teach, uh, where, where I'm a student. I don't know what the hell I am. Grad students are like, <laughs> in the box. um, they are, we've, we've had like some parties, I think this past weekend that have acted as, I don't know if they're super spreaders yet, but they're, uh, clearly problematic. So we have upped our restrictions. We have not yet closed the school again, but I think that there's a good chance we're headed headed in that direction again, so that's fun. Nice. Yeah, I heard something about San Diego maybe closing down again, but I don't know. I, I mean, I just don't pay attention to that stuff anymore because I'm mostly inside anyway. And I never knew what opened back up to begin with, so it doesn't affect me that whole, a whole lot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that that's the best strategy here. Like, if you can just make it so until there's a vaccine, you just kind of operate independently of all of the chaos. Like, that's better because then you have something stable and solid that you can lean on. Um, yeah. But... I don't know. I, I hate that my institution is in person. I think that that's a bad thing. And I think that um, it's, uh, it's just kind of like screwing everything up that we, you know, we have these things where it's like, okay, things are bad. Like maybe this is going to happen or maybe that's going to happen or like, you're just wasting a bunch of time and energy. If we were just online, we could all just be online and we wouldn't have to be having these conversations. Right. Yeah. Which is why I, I think I'm committed to homeschooling for the rest of the school year that way no matter what happens that that was going to be my plan anyway so yeah so yeah. the last time we talked about homeschooling you were like I'm 100% for it and then the next week you were like maybe maybe I'll do that probably not I'm leaning towards not <laughs> and then, oh really just... no I'm, I've been homeschooling since like fucking uh sorry I don't know why fucking keeps coming out of my mouth <laughs> I've been I've been homeschooling since the beginning of September we gave we gave uh the zoom school a chance for like two weeks in August and it just wasn't happening so uh, I mean it was just wasn't working out so like I've been I've been homeschooling since the first week of September yeah I think we just haven't talked about it um like oh, I think we caught yeah. you last time I talked about it I caught you when you were still kind of in the like well we'll we'll see how it goes in these couple weeks oh yeah no it's been going really well she she actually told me she feels like she's learning a lot and um shoot and and I'm having I you know a lot, I, I guess I'm having fun with it and uh it feels really fulfilling and I I'm spending more time with her that's not just us sitting in front of the tv so mm -hmm. that's good yeah all, all that is, and i think um that in itself has improved my mental health like overall because i've been feeling a lot better like since uh since we started homeschooling that's but, good yeah yeah did you figure out like what curriculum to use yeah, so for uh for math we're we're using uh we're we're using something called Beast Academy, which is uh they're they're math books but they're in comic book format. Mm -hmm. So um so she so she really likes that. And then um for the language art stuff, um I I'm I'm just kind of like uh using resources from a teachers pay teachers. Um and I'm pretty much able to uh explain uh the concepts to her pretty well and and the um 
the stuff that I'm using makes sure that it goes over the uh, all of the standards she's supposed to learn, so that when she when she does go back, she's not behind or anything. But it's not like a formal curriculum, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 That, that's what I was having trouble with. I was like, is there such thing as a like as an approved like a state approved curriculum? And there's not. Um, mm. And that's that's kind of the that's kind of the point of homeschooling is that you're supposed to be able to use whatever resources you want. So. Right. Right. Yeah. You get that like freedom. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's good. I'm glad that it's working for you, and you're like having kind of more productive time with her. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, super fun. And we get to go to, like, you know, I don't know what I was going to say. I was going to say field trips, but we don't even really do that because, like, what's open? <laughs> but. <Yeah. laughs> yeah, I'm doing a little bit of my own homeschooling with my partner. <laughs> Are you teaching him? It was his birthday this week. He Oh, okay. He's now the big 31. Nice. So, we I threw a I mean I threw a party. I don't know what that means. I made a cake. I made a cake that fell apart. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was I normally like make like buy a box of powder and that says add an egg and then bake it. Like I'm I'm very much not a do it yourself kind of person, but he really prefers homemade cakes, so I attempted to make a homemade cake. Oh, that's nice I, of you. <laughs> I attempted to make the icing, and I mean, all the things tasted good, but visually they were a mess. And then I bought some train decorations because he's a big train oh. person. It was hard that's to adorable. It was hard to find ones that weren't for like a two-year-old, but like were for like an adult <laughs> man who likes train. <laughs> but. We we got by. We found some things, and um, that was good. I got him some some presents from a specialty store he likes in Chicago, so that was good. But anyways, back to the point. He, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm sorry. This whole time, I'm still picturing Thomas the Tank Engine on a cake, and <laughs> I would ha- be happy with that. I don't know. <laughs> No, he was like, oh, it's so good. You found some trains that don't have faces on them. <laughs> I was like, fair point. There were a lot of, of train faces on the market. <laughs> um, but yeah, my, my partner very much has like very strong people-pleasing tendencies, and he has very bad leadership at his at his work. So... Mm-hmm. I, um, I don't have bad leadership problems at my work because I got to pick the people that I work with and (laughs) the person that I picked is very kind and understanding and lets me tell him what I'm going to do and what I'm not going to do. And he's also in charge of the whole, the, like my whole department of school. So I can get done the things pretty easily. Uh, so I don't have a lot of these kinds of, you know, moments where this person's asking me to do something that's unreasonable and I have to push back, but I am, I am by nature, a very diplomatic person and I'm very good at writing. So I'm, 
I have been teaching my partner how to write diplomatic emails that basically say F you to his boss. <laughs> <laughs> I've sent one of those. Gotten a lot of trouble. <laughs> you need more diplomacy. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Mine was mostly sarcasm. <laughs> we've been working on that some but now like there's we have like these moments where we were like I regularly write emails for him now I'm like I, I write them with him because he like I'm trying to kind of model the skill um and like I think he's starting to get a little bit more like comfortable doing it but he has such strong people pleasing tendencies it's really difficult for him to like basically tell someone no I'm not going to do this ridiculous thing that you're asking me to do <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I don't know what's gonna happen here um, with with Notre Dame. Like, I I think we might end up going. I think what will happen is we'll go. Not that I enjoy speculating, but uh, yeah, it, I think it's gonna end up something like if if things get bad enough, we're going to go into shutdown for two weeks, and then we're gonna send everyone home because we're we're pretty close now. Like we've gotten past the midpoint of the semester, so because. Mm-hmm like our semester's ending before Thanksgiving, which it never does usually. Yeah. Um, so there's, there's only a few weeks of the semester left anyways. So I think we'll basically just give up and we'll have that little shutdown to make sure we don't like spread COVID all across the country. <laughs> right. Uh, that but, makes sense. <laughs> I mean, maybe if we don't care enough, we might just send everyone back. It's possible. I mean, our governor has opened up the state completely. We're at stage five, huh. um, which is the final stage, which is basically like you still should social distance and wear your mask, but you can have as big a party as you want. All the bars can be open as much as you want. Like everything is just open and everyone here, it doesn't, not everyone, a lot of people in this state don't believe in the value of masks or are too incompetent to wear a mask appropriately. Mm-hmm. So we, I just don't go outside. <laughs> um, I haven't gone to a restaurant and sat down. I did. We, we sat down at one restaurant. We were in Colorado, but it was stressful. And we oh, sat yeah. in the patio outside cause there was no one else there basically. Um, mm-hmm. But that was not a regular restaurant experience. Otherwise, I haven't I haven't sat down in a restaurant since March, and that's never ever ever happened in my life where I have gone this long without just sitting down in a restaurant. So that is probably the biggest thing right now. That's like I can't believe it's been this long, and we're behaving in reckless ways. So it's going to ensure that it's going to not happen until you know there's a vaccine, basically. Yeah, yeah. So, that's great. Fun. <laughs> oh, hey, speaking of Notre Dame, what's going on with the Amy Cohen Barrett thing? I know you posted something about that. I don't know anything about her, but... Well... I'm seeing her name <laughs> and Notre Dame together. <laughs> yeah, she's a professor in the law school. Um, She is a member of a local organization called the people of praise. Hmm. And some people say they're a cult. Huh. I don't, I didn't know about them until she started getting all this like press and then people started talking about it. 
But apparently there's a lot of Notre Dame faculty that are involved in this organization. It was like created in the 60s, which, you know, lends itself to the cult thing. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, the cult time period. (laughs) The thing that bothers me the most about her as a human being and that organization is their commitment to calling. So they have changed part of this. But the traditional view for the people of praise is that if you are an unmarried woman, you are called a handmaiden. Ooh, and okay. <laughs> if you are a married woman, you are to call your husband master. Uh, that's so, <laughs> courtesy of the handmaid's tale, they got rid of the handmaid phrasing. <laughs> but they what, just recently? The <laughs> rule. So... I have had a long-standing problem with Christianity on the grounds that I'm supposed to see my husband as superior to me, um, but like I can't, I just cannot reconcile that with my own beliefs. And that I think that I mean I am a Christian. Well, I should probably throw that out there. I call myself a Chijubu, Christian Jewish Buddhist, because <laughs> I'm technically Jewish. Buddhism comes out of my mouth more than Christianity, but I profess Christianity. I haven't been baptized. I'm not Catholic. Okay, there's some details. Um, but the thing is like uh, for Christians I'm pretty sure that the greatest thing is supposed to be God like God (laughs) my husband is not God why should I worship him why should I like raise him above any other of, of humanity when like we are all equally fallen um so I have literally gotten up and walked out of church services because I could see that there is this, you know, the woman's supposed to submit to the husband and I will not tolerate that. I think that that's destructive. I think it's very patriarchal and I don't think that that's what Christianity is about. I really don't, mm-hmm. but I'm pretty sure that's what she thinks it's about. And that brings me great concern. <laughs> so... Yeah, that's that's a big freaking nightmare. It's just it's so embarrassing. Um, as a Notre Dame person, you know Jenkins, Father Jenkins, freaking went to the Rose Garden at for her little ceremony thing, and that was the super spreader event. So we're like in the news because our president doesn't have the mental capacity to wear a mask um, mm-hmm. at this thing that is promoting one of a more controversial person at Notre Dame who is, you know, I mean, it's basically just, it was like a public statement that Notre Dame is ideological alignment. Oh, okay. (laughs) um, With, you know, maybe the Republican Party or maybe with Trump or, you know, it's Mm -hmm. just, it's committing Notre Dame to be part of this as opposed to just like, okay, well, this lady happens to teach at Notre Dame, but, you know, you could emphasize or de-emphasize that, but it's just been hideously emphasized and not all of Notre Dame is like this person not everyone at Notre Dame is part of people of praise not everyone at Notre Dame thinks so poorly of you know LGBTQIA folks right (laughs) so it's basically hopelessly embarrassing and I can't wait until I'm no longer strongly affiliated (laughs) (laughs) I was gonna say I just maybe I was I just wasn't paying attention before or 
maybe it's, I don't know, but I just feel like I keep seeing Notre Dame in the news now, like with with the Amy Cohen Barrett thing, and then with the with your your guys' numbers spiking, and then um wasn't uh shoot last year what Pete booted Judge or whatever? Oh wait, no, no, he that wasn't Notre Dame, that was just South Bend, right? He he's like right, your mayor his, or something. His father was faculty at Notre Dame, like oh, okay. you know, he's like kind of connected, but you're right. We've been famous lately, and it's bad. <laughs> <laughs> we need to go back to being nobody nowhere. That was good for us. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, lately, I mean, I was okay with uh, Mayor Pete becoming famous. That was okay. He was all right. I mean, he wasn't okay. a flawless person. I think he, he had some problematic ideas. But compared to the Supreme Court nominee, he was fucking Mother Teresa. but yeah i would be really happy if if we would just stop being in the news for the wrong reasons like let's talk about us you know contributing to the efforts against covid or we would never do that because we don't have a medical campus we we don't we don't believe in medicine here apparently Um, (laughs) so that explains a lot about the student health services i've received actually (laughs) That also explains a lot about your numbers. (laughs) (laughs) It's coming together. (laughs) Oh, yes. (laughs) So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I just wanted to stop. (laughs) I just want, I mean, it's going to have to stop soon. I don't know about the Supreme Court nominee. That could just be an embarrassment indefinitely. So that's great until she dies. Um, but here we are. It's October 15th. I just want the semester to end. I want people to stop talking about us. I want our president to stop being a giant embarrassment to the institution. Uh, also, I miss campus. <laughs> <laughs> the only reason I go there now is because of mandatory surveillance testing, mm-hmm. um, which I had to I had to do my first saliva test um, hmm. for for COVID. Yeah, it's just so like we do serve like we didn't at the beginning, but then we had that huge spike, and the faculty were like, "This is really stupid. We would have prevented this spike if you had just freaking done the surveillance testing for the beginning." So they slapped it together, and just recently they managed to get saliva testing instead of the nasal swab um oh okay i didn't know there were other options than than the nasal tickle the the brain tickle (laughs) there's there's two kind of nasal ones there's the one that like goes all the way back of your throat that like that's the one that's like super uncomfortable then there's like the just stick it in your nostril and swirl it around and then there's the saliva one okay Um, i haven't done the brain one i've just done the like (laughs) swirl it around your nose um and I did the spit one like a couple days ago which the spit one's faster but it's it's less conclusive so it doesn't actually serve as a diagnostic tool it's like if if it looks like possibly there's COVID in your spit you have to go take the other test because it's more reliable okay um but they they told me that i do not have to go take another test so it looks like i probably or at least as of the time i spit in that vi that little viral thing i don't have covid so (laughs) (laughs) yay maybe (laughs) 
Not a very good test, in my opinion. <laughs> but yeah, that happened. That was good. But that's the only reason I go to campus now. So I've like been in the stadium more this semester. Oh, and I, I went to get my flu shot because we all had to get flu shots this term. Oh, yeah, yeah. You talked about that last time. Yeah. Where, so... where you wore that shirt that yeah. you shouldn't have worn. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Um, so, I mean, I, I've been into the stadium a couple times. I went to, like, we have, like, this big basketball arena that they've moved the testing into because it's starting to have weather here. Um, mm-hmm. But, like, that's the only reason. And I, I had to drive to campus and wait in front of the library, like, in my car because I was picking up exams. Because my professor has decided that he, to just do his traditional, like, the students write in a blue book, like, take the exam in class. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't go to class, so I had to have one of the other TAs bring me the physical exams. But, you know, that's that's the only time I go to campus. And then today I saw that Notre Dame has charged me $1,500 for health insurance, which Jeez. they're not supposed to do that. As a student, my health insurance is covered. So I, like, 100% right. don't know why. But I'm like thinking about like, what do I get out of Notre Dame right now? Like I'm not talking to my faculty because I'm not working on my dissertation because who the hell cares about getting a PhD right now? <laughs> no one cares about that. I'm not using any of the facilities. Like normally I use the library a lot and I spend time on campus and, you know, I benefit from um, a bunch of the money they spend on all that. I'm not getting any of that right now. I'm not... I'm I'm literally just grading and doing the basic teaching responsibilities I have. And then they have the audacity to charge me $1,500 for like the health, the, the, the very meager health things. Yeah, that's nuts. <laughs> so I like emailed my department secretary or administrative assistant. I'm sorry, it's not a secretary. Um, <laughs> She's chill, though. Like, I, I send her gifs all the time. Like, we have a good relationship. <laughs> but I emailed her and was like, what is this? Why are you starting to threaten me, Notre Dame? Like, because they're like, oh, you have to pay this or you're going to die. And I'm like, there, there's no rule like that. In <laughs> I promise. You cannot pay for things. Um, you just have to know the right people to talk to about not paying for things. Right. So that's a lot of crap. That I don't understand why that's happening, but... There we are. Not only am I not using anything, I don't actually go to campus. I don't talk to anyone. The only thing that's Notre Dame that I use very much is my Zoom account. (laughs) (laughs) And maybe my email, which you can get for free. You can get emails for free. Like uh, Zoom for free too. (laughs) That's right. You can. Um, So yikes. I don't know. I'm not I'm not a happy camper about Notre Dame at this moment for like a thousand reasons. I also like just, I don't even talk to colleagues much anymore. It's just weird. Cause I'm, I'm in this like totally other space trying to like have a business and you know, um, my life is going in a very different direction. I got rejected from a journal. That was fun. Um, oh, I saw that. Yeah. 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 I, I submitted that manuscript back in July, I think. And it got rejected desk rejected. So that means uh, no one looked at it to give me comments, right? The editor just looked at it and was like, nah, I don't want it. So, Ouch, dude. Uh, that took forever. 
And like, that's how most of the journals are running right now. And if the Notre Dame faculty are, are right about anything, the only way you can possibly get a job is if you get something published, it's basically impossible to get anything published right now because the journals are going so slowly. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I saw actually when, when the, when we started talking tonight, I get these emails from the, there's like a jobs board for philosophy. Yeah. And for the second time, there was a job posting that looked like it was interested in the kind of stuff that I do, but it specifically omitted Asian philosophy, the kind of non-Western philosophy that I do. (laughs) It's like, we want Latinx philosophy. We want Africana philosophy. We want indigenous philosophy. If you care about Asia, get out. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe they just forgot. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. conveniently forgot the exact thing that you uh, specialize in <laughs> yeah i'm screwed it's just <laughs> it's not gonna happen i, I mean but... maybe it's just the universe telling you that that's not your path maybe you're just supposed to, you're meant to do this coaching thing <laughs> yeah uh. i mean that's a nice way to look at it <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, last season, there was a bunch of stuff. I applied to over 100 jobs last season. Um, Yeah. Probably only 15 of them were really, like, more in my area. And my goal this season was not to waste my time applying to, you know, the gigs that have 800 people applying for a single position. Like, I'm not. Yeah. I tried that last season, and that didn't work out. So I was going to be more targeted this season. And that's going to mean I apply to nothing because there is nothing. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so that's cool i keep getting stood up too for my um empowerment through thought i have really like, yeah i have these free 15 minute consultations and i've probably had like 10 scheduled and two people have actually showed up Oof. <laughs> so that's going good <laughs> <laughs> killing it <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's something, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, neither of those two people wanted to continue working with me. But, also oof, but... <laughs> you know, I, I tweaked my page a little bit so people have a little bit more information about, like, what the consultation is supposed to be like or whatever. So, yeah. and then Instagram, right, decided I was a bot. Instagram is the only thing that's, like, growing steadily and, like, a positive source of feedback so that I can kind of, like figure out more about what my audience is looking for and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and like my page is still going, things are, things are happening there, but I can't do what I want over there because I'm a bot. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, you know, everything is great. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah, I need to get on Instagram more. I, I like I go and try to watch some of your stuff, but like I'm just not on Instagram at all. <laughs> so. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, we all get into our into our different things. I'm really barely on Facebook, so you know. Yeah. <laughs> that's it's fair. I don't. I just don't know what to do with Facebook. I feel uncomfortable. I've been thinking about maybe trying LinkedIn. Like one of the people that follows me on Instagram suggested I should just post the same stuff over on LinkedIn. Um, but I'm low-key terrified of LinkedIn. <laughs> LinkedIn's, like, a whole different feel, though. I don't post on there. Like, I don't know. But, I mean, I'm I'm also, like, you know, 
don't have like to go ashore on there or anything. I have uh, the stem to stem farms on there, but yeah. yeah. I mean, I put Empowerment Sea Thought on on LinkedIn, right? Like I say that I'm the CEO of it, but mm-hmm. I just like it feels culturally so different over there, and like most of the people I follow post very. I'm not going to say it's academic stuff, but it's, it just feels really businessy. And it is. Yeah. <laughs> like empowerment through thought is a business. I mean, that that's the goal, right? Um, mm-hmm. We're probably not filing taxes that way because we have no income, but <laughs> um, we're, we're headed in that direction. It just, I don't, I don't know how to deal with it. And I have been pretty shady about empowerment through thought outside of Instagram like I haven't announced it on Facebook. I, I have a Facebook for it, but I haven't like gone on there and been like, I am abandoning the Academy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so like, I don't know. And I post, I mean, I post kind of personal stuff, right? Like I, you know, I talk about my mother-in-law. I am not technically married. Um, well, okay. Technically I'm divorced because I was married, but yeah your legal status stays divorced for a really long time even though like I stopped thinking about the fact that I was ever a married person right yeah (laughs) but okay we uh (laughs) I talk about my mother-in-law because I don't want to like explain like she's not technically my mother-in-law but she's like the mother-in-law figure and then I have like you know Jeremiah's family is a couple of them the more distant people are friends with me on Facebook and so, like, if I announced something and I was like, hey, go look at this thing, they might go look at this thing, and then they might start to see what I actually think of this woman. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not ashamed of it. Like, I think true things about this person. So, like, I'm not, I'm not going to run away from it. I'm not ashamed of what I said, but I'm also not sure I want to, like, build a golden brick road, like for these people to go directly to my page and, you know, call me up and be like, why are you saying this about these people? Um, yeah. <laughs> so, and I worry about LinkedIn. I mean, I, none of, none of the family is, is on LinkedIn, but you know, I just, part of me is kind of scared about putting this out into the world more than Instagram. Cause I know on Instagram, you kind of have to know the thing in order to get to the page or whatever. You don't, it's hard to just kind of stumble into this stuff. Oh, on Instagram? Yeah, it, it definitely is. And I think that's why I'm not on Instagram. <laughs> but Yeah, I mean, the yeah. trick to Instagram is to, like, find, I think, like, to find one person who's doing something that you like, and then that person should interact with or make recommendations about other people that are cool. And then you, like, get into their little circle, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, which I don't really do that on my Instagram like I don't connect people to other people because there there aren't very many accounts that do the kind of thing that I'm doing. The spaces I occupy tend to be more oriented towards making lists of characteristics of toxic people while I'm more focused on a little bit later down the pipe, like the healing journey. So I'm like, you need to stop thinking about the toxic person and start working on like how you're going to be a better human and how like how to take care of you instead of worrying about what they're like. Mm-hmm. So, th- I mean, that means like there is, there's maybe less interaction than there could be with some of these other accounts. Also, I just haven't really made friends with anyone because they're all psychologists or they're people who say things like toxic people are the devil. And <laughs> that's a little strong for me. <laughs> it's not <a> good one. <laughs> 
Um, oh man. But yeah. I do no, I, I oh sorry, go on. <laughs> I go over to those people and then I, I find the folks that are commenting and interacting with those people. And so I try to go directly to the people who I'm interested in working with rather than going through the, uh, you know, the, the people leading the account, so to speak. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, uh, that, what was I going to say? <laughs> I, I think I was just going to say that, that that's relatable because it's odd ever since I thought of having like a mom blog mill mill mom blog it's been I, I haven't found anyone who does that like it's all like military spouses and it's like weird like mm-hmm. I found like one person recently who was like a you know like a mom in the air force that had the blog but that like she's it <laughs> like mm-hmm. yeah so I, I get what you mean it's like it's hard to find community when you're such a specific niche (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah yeah. I mean the goal is to kind of make it right like make the yeah but that's pretty hard to do when you're just starting off like I feel like it it makes more sense at that point to kind of invest in building things that you think will draw people Mm -hmm. um but I'm not haven't I haven't figured it out either I've mostly been trying to like get people to look at my stuff, interact with my stuff. And then I'm trying to drive them over to, to build my email list because, you know, Instagram likes to think I'm a bot and like, (laughs) what else is going to happen? Oh man. So, but yeah, that's, that's, um, that's another another episode in the can. We've got, uh, we've got a good couple of episodes. I'm going to release episode three next week. Uh, this nice. is episode five, I think that we're recording. So yep, we are we are doing good in this podcast that no one is listening to. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's good. I mean, that's I don't know. I mean, that's kind of how it goes, I guess. Like once we gain traction, people will go back to the first episode, and you know, something. I don't know. <laughs> Be embarrassed for us. <laughs> Be embarrassed for us. <laughs> oh man yeah i was actually impressed when people told me that they had listened to uh the few episodes of to go ashore that i have up and they're like yeah you're you you need to uh improve your uh, audio quality and i was like oh shit i just i didn't think anyone was actually listening Thanks for listening to this week's episode. We release a new podcast episode every week and be sure to check us out on social media. Louise is at empowerment through thoughts on uh, Instagram and on Facebook. And you can find Beta at to go ashore. Thanks.